0: This program is a paid commercial announcement. All opinions and statements expressed are solely those of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management, LLC, and their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or CBS Radio. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management, LLC, make no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. This program shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or advisory services to residents of any other state other than Pennsylvania or were otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Pennsylvania. Insurance products and services are offered through Thrive Financial Services. Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management, LLC are affiliated companies. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD WPHT, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. It's Sunday Night
1: Live. A way to build wealth. Enjoy the power of your retirement. And powered by Martin Law. Live and local. This is Sunday Night Live, presented by Thrive Financial Services on Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. A good Sunday evening to you, Delaware Valley, and we welcome you in uh, to the program. And we have mixed emotions as we start the program tonight. We start uh, nationally with a heavy heart for those 26 people now uh, who were killed uh, in the shooting uh, in Texas. Uh, And we continue to send thoughts out uh, nationally and locally to uh, all of those affected by that. Locally, of course, the Eagles destroyed the Denver Broncos today and walk into the bye week with a record of... uh, eight and one so um, there's a good festive mood for the next two weeks until the Eagles take uh, the field again uh, in Dallas uh, against the uh, Cowboys in the studio with me tonight Karen Bazaar is here David Bazar is here and Brett Elam uh, is in the studio a welcome uh, to all Karen nice to have you back in for a Sunday night live uh, performance tonight welcome
2: thank you very much it's a pleasure to be here
1: yeah nice to have you uh, here as well we're going to drill down uh, tonight uh, David uh, and we're going to get into um, topical conversations in each one of our segments Uh, And some of that conversation is going to uh, deal with uh, fallacies that trip up uh, amateur uh, investors, what you should be listening for uh, in your first conversation with the uh, financial advisor. So before I come to you for uh, just sort of an insight uh, from the previous week, I want to give out a phone number 1-800-516-5861, 1-800-516-5861. Just jot the number down. Don't want you to do anything with it other than just jot that number down uh, as we roll with the show over the next hour uh, there's going to be a lot of information uh, the information may prompt questions uh, and at that point that number will become something to that you can utilize uh during the week by calling uh you david at the office at 1-800-516-5861 let's get started david give us an insight first on the week
3: yeah joe just i think you were spot on in your introduction just uh from an emotional standpoint what a roller coaster day you know again our hearts do go out to those folks that were affected by the shooting it's um some interesting times out there and then you know we uh we all grabbed dinner down here in the city right before the show and you know obviously there's a very upbeat tempo about uh, folks walking around everybody's out when the eagles win and you know they they won today pretty decidedly so uh you know a lot of mixed emotions and You know, one of the things I wanted to bring up at the beginning of the show today is, you know, there's this old saying out there that everyone knows that you can't buy happiness. And uh, it's an old saying. It's probably old as money itself. And despite what decades of advertising tells us, um, it's mostly correct. So, you know, one of the things that we're going to try to address tonight is cover some things that uh, are topical, uh, we think important to people to understand about how to navigate retirement. And again, at the, at the end of the day, retirement really is about happiness. Uh, the one thing that we find that can't be bought that does cause happiness out there is time. Right, getting time on your side, and I, again, I don't know what the listening audience thinks about retirement, Joe, but you know, for me and a lot of the folks that we have conversations with, it's it's related to time. You know, life is busy um, throughout our lifetime, and hopefully, the idea is when we get out to retirement, we're going to have some time on our side. So, you know, one of the things that'll create time for people. Is finding time-saving services that will let you avoid having to do the things that you don't like doing. Um, you know, Karen's in the audience to, or in the uh, studio today, and I think I've had her fooled now for 29 years. That you know, I've always said that I have allergies to grass. That's why I can't cut the grass on the weekends. You <laughs> I, know? Used
1: the same, I used the same <laughs> one, so well done. <laughs>
3: so you know that I, I always say, you know, my time is, is worth so much money. You know, why are we just going to hire somebody to do that? But um, you know, as you're getting ready for retirement, you're probably looking forward to a time when you don't have to do, excuse me, do those things that you don't want to do. You know, some of the chores, you know, like your job, your commute, your work emails and more. But retirement doesn't mean that those day- to- day chores, like scrubbing the bathroom and going to the, getting the dishes to disappear and so on and so forth, are going to go away. So one of the things we at Thrive can come into a family's life related to time is when it comes to retirement planning, right? We can't save your money for you, but we can use our expertise to design investment strategies, risk management strategies, social security planning strategies that can help you achieve those retirement goals. So we can kind of take that out of the equation. Kind of, you know, A lot of people do self-management on their way up to retirement, Joe, but I got to imagine for most people that once you're there, you want to kick back and you want to enjoy and you want to travel and you won't have to be thinking about those things that give you that brain sprain. So, you know, if people are interested in learning about how to get that off their chore list, they can call us at 1-800-516-5861 or visit our website at thrivefinancialservices.com and they can set up a complimentary consultation. We're in the business of letting you spend less time worrying about your finances and more time doing the things that'll make your retirement the happy, meaningful experience you've always wanted it to be. And the re- the research out there actually tells us it's a really smart investment.
1: Well, just to follow up, David, to uh, to that um, to a lot of different meaningful points in there, and and and, and something as simple as handling the task, uh, or or following up with the question to set up a management plan for your retirement. Although sometimes it appears to be an obvious thought, um, we don't tend to do that. We tend sometimes to sh- either shy away or, or let things go on the path that they're going um, without, even though we can control it. Would you say that's a fair statement?
3: Uh, sure. It's, you know, it's the old adage that procrastination is the biggest nation out there. And again, we're, we're people are busy earning a living, and versus, you know, I got time to figure out how to get this all done. Uh, we really encourage people early, you know, get in, get the planning. It won't be as shocking. It won't take as much work and effort. Get that plan on auto, you know, get it on autopilot at some point
1: in your, uh, you know, in your planning. Flourish, prosper, and success. You've heard me say uh, those words. Uh, uh, during the show, during Sunday Night Live, and I will continue to say those words um, in support of Thrive Financial Services, flourish, prosper, and success. As Dave uh, David referenced, um, I uh, don't want to call it an opening monologue, but certainly just an opening dialogue uh, for our conversation here tonight on Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT. Um, don't be afraid to have the conversation. Don't be afraid to figure out uh, the plan. Brett, I want to come over to you and bring you into the dialogue, because just uh, just in the news is conversation about uh, the proposed tax changes and, and, and what's going to take place um, what will I do? What do the changes mean? So many questions out there, and people don't have the answers. Are looking for the answers. Don't even sometimes don't even know how to find the answers.
4: Yeah, we talk about doing our workshops, and we had uh, two great workshops again this week, uh, this past week up in Exton and down in uh, Bridmar, where we had a great, great audience, great questions that were out there and we saw our first version of the, the tax bill and they're really trying to push it through here by the end of the year um, starting to be publicized out there and some of these changes that we see out there um, again we got to see them again we always say let's stick to the actionable and not the political but some of these changes that we do see and for our listeners out there who who face alternative minimum tax that's a big one out there where that's uh, the, that's talking about being eliminated along with we call it the george steinbrenner rule Back when he passed away, for those of us that remember, it's when the the estate tax went away. So those are two big changes that they're talking about being eliminated, whatsoever. And then uh, a little bit of simplicity. Um, we're gonna we're, the talks are going from seven different tax brackets down to three, so making things a little bit easier. Um, they are talking about though uh, some elimination of some deductions that are out there. Some of the big ones that are being proposed are being able to write off both your state and local income tax um so so they're not pardon me yeah your state and and your local income taxes that that we're paying um in addition to that some of the mortgage interest that you're writing off with the first version that's being proposed out there is a cap on the amount of debt that you can have of a half million dollars so some of our states like new york and california the the uh house and the the uh the Senate are pushing that for higher numbers as well because how they may change. Um, in addition to that, we see uh, some the standard deduction. Joe, uh, we talk about that during a lot during our workshops. Standard deductions right now are twelve thousand seven hundred for a couple or sixty three fifty for an individual, where those numbers are talking about being jumped up to twenty or pardon me to twelve thousand dollars for an individual and twenty four thousand. So it's a big deal. Again, we're going to see how it all falls out, and then once uh. It does come out. We invite those who have come out to a tax workshop to be educated all over again when those changes do happen. But again, it's something that we definitely, uh, it's the biggest way that we can derail retirement and just, uh, and living overall.
1: David, let me come back to you and tie into your uh, opening discussion point tonight about starting to prepare and starting to uh, figure out a plan. And then a bump in the road comes or a change comes or a potential change comes. And it it's a pushback, it creates a barrier uh, of understanding for us to understand which creates or should create more conversation.
3: Yeah, and that's obviously up to the individuals. We have people that we work with that really want their plans to be on autopilot, so they entrust us to go through that information and if there is something that is actionable, then we'll certainly reach out and if it's not you know, necessarily completely relevant, Uh, you know, we're not going to bother them. And then there's people who, you know, want to know how hot dogs get made, right? They want to know the ingredients and they want to know the chemicals, they want to know everything. So we always um, offer that up either through our educational workshops or phone calls. And then, you know, as advisors, we totally encourage the folks that we work with to come on in uh, at least twice a year. Sometimes it's quarterly. Again, we leave that up to the individuals on how much time they want invested. But uh, as fiduciaries, we're constantly watching what's going on out there and make sure that if there are actionable items, we take care of that for our clients.
1: This is Sunday Night Live on Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT. Bottom of the hour, coming up around 7.34. Karen Bizarre will weigh in. Uh, We'll do a segment on things your financial advisor should want to know about you. Stay tuned for that coming up uh, around 734. If you're interested in a conversation, if you hear something uh, on Sunday Night Live uh, that has it that you have a question about, 1-800-516-5861, 1-800-516-5861, or at your leisure, Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. That's thrivefinancialservices.com. We'll take a break. We'll come back to Sunday Night Live on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Back in a moment. This is Sunday Night Live with Thrive Financial Services. Welcome back in here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT along with David Bizar, Karen Bizar, and Brett Elam here on a Sunday night. We're glad to be with you uh, on a Sunday night. I want to make sure that um, you have some Contact information. Um, so, excuse while I give that to you multiple times uh, throughout the program. 1 800 516 5861. 1 800 516 5861. Or go to the website at your leisure, Thrive Financial That's Thrive Financial Services.com. Uh, and one more website if you're specifically looking for. Uh, Great information on Social Security, David. MaxMyPlans.com is an incredible resource for our listening audience to just go to MaxMyPlans.com and get all the information they need. Yeah,
3: excellent resource. We put a lot of time and energy into that, and have had uh, many, many people comment on the value that they receive by visiting it.
1: There was an article, Brett, published in the Wall Street Journal on October 19th of this year the subject of the headline in the article was how financially literate are you really let's find out let's figure out the question in this segment our b block segment for the night i want to talk about how amateur investors should think about the stock market uh there's a lot of misunderstandings uh, under that uh headline um how does it work how what are some of them and how do you avoid them
4: Yeah, Krause, you know, if you're a regular listener of the show, you probably have a little bit more knowledge about finances than the average person. Um, So you think that is going to allow us to hit it big in the stock market, but that might not necessarily be true. You know, last week we went through Nobel Prize winner of economics, um, talking about behavioral economics and how much that really plays. Um, into the day in and day out of just not having overall, I know this about this stock, that bond, and it's putting it all together. So that article you were talking about, how financial literate are you really? Um, That was a a gentleman's name was Mir Statman. And what he had uh, proposed was actually a new kind of financial literacy test. I mean, we see so many people come in and they definitely know their stuff. So it's kind of changing just from a knowledge standpoint but it also goes into how people are actually making their decisions. So, again, we sit down with people, and it's like, hey, are we going to take uh, inflation into account? I understand how interest rates, does it make sense to pay off debt, et cetera. But, again, it's, it's really looking at the, the, the behavioral side. Again, we see so many times people are making emotional decisions, not necessarily rational decisions. You know, we talk about doing our workshops so much is that we get one chance, typically in our late 50s and in our 60s where we're making our social security and pension decisions. And then even when people, when we meet them for the first time and they come in, it's like, why did you make those choices? And and you hear answers all over the place. So again, just because we may think that we have all the answers, again, just trying to put those puzzle pieces together, going through what makes sense, not necessarily for today, but from a long-term standpoint, again, that balance between the emotional side and the, uh, the rational side of things. We then go talk about a, a, a fallacy. And this is one of my, my favorites, is talking about averages. We hear about averages all the time. Um, and I guess there's something that we have to, to go on um, day in and day out. But when we start talking about averages, I always start off with saying, if we have something that goes up 50% and goes down 50%, we average zero. But, Krause, if we have a dollar and it goes up by 50%, we have a dollar fifty, And then it goes down by 50%, we have 75 cents. It averaged zero, but we actually lost 25%. So averages is something we kind of got to throw out the window. And where we hear that a lot is that we hear that um, when we start talking about active mutual funds, active managers versus index funds that are out there, where we hear on on average an active mutual fund beats index mutual funds that are out there. Um, And where that really comes into play is that when you see these active funds out there, that are really doing well it's normally just a couple of them and then we have to and then those years where it's lagging behind the indexes and it really pops it's what that makes those averages go up overall but when we look at our real rates of return we're really lagging behind that being number one number two is we really need to be conscious of the fees that are involved in these actively managed funds um it's a big deal I mean, when you talk about index funds out there where you can be in like the 0.1, 0.2% in terms of fees that you're paying out there in terms of funds or ETFs, where you could have fees that are sometimes 1% to 2%. When I'm talking 0.1 to 02 versus 1% to 2%, that's a gigantic difference uh, in your overall rate of return. And it's one, probably the number one thing that erodes people's um, long-term uh, rates um, as well. Um, And when we start talking about those real rates that are being achieved in those active mutual funds, again, the big thing that we need to look at is kind of timing in the market versus time in the market, if you will. So it's a big deal.
1: It's a big deal. And I asked the question to the listening audience again, how financially literate are you really? Uh, That's an important question. Um, Averages and and, and the average that uh, you referenced Uh, Brett, is something that I think some people take for granted that they actually understand uh, and they know, David, and that leads to uh, sometimes uh, a road full of mistakes, and there are people uh, out there who have made mistakes and have made errors, and our job is to try and learn from some of those mistakes and errors so we don't repeat them.
3: Yeah, I mean, this is where it comes from, Joe. You know, it's the memorable outcome is not always the likely one of a decision that we need to make. Uh, Joe, I never asked you, I don't know, if do you play golf at all?
1: Not anymore, not enough time.
3: Yeah, so I hear you. Um, I'll tell you, when I play golf, I swear that I'll never go back and play golf. Um, But it's usually that one or two amazing hits that I make in a round of 18 that makes me make that decision to keep going back even though I shouldn't. (laughs) So we see that happen a lot of times in our investors. Um, you know, before we have our conversation, we'll ask, why did you pick this stock or that stock? Or why did you pick this mutual fund or this exchange traded fund? And it usually comes down to a memory that they heard that it performed really well and they wanted to get in on the bandwagon. And a lot of times that's emotional and not necessarily logical or rational. So one of the things that we do to keep the emotion out of the equation is risk management. We've got an awesome analytical tool called Riskalyze. And what Riskalyze allows us to do simply is take the emotion out of the equation is we identify behaviorally what is a potential investor's risk profile. What's their tolerance level? Where does agita kick in? Are they more attracted to the upside potential? That's where the emotion gets high. Or are they more fearful of downside risk? And that's where the emotion kicks in. So once we identify that, we we assign a numerical number to it. And that's on a scale of one to 100. And the higher the number, the more speculative the person actually is. The more important element is we take the actual portfolio and we analyze it. We take a look at every single holding, and we apply the technology to it, and we come up with a, new, a numerical assessment of the portfolio. And this is where it gets interesting. Is there a difference, a discrepancy between what the investor's risk level is, their tolerance level, and what the portfolio actually brings from a risk perspective? If that number is off by a large margin it identifies for us two things. One, there's probably emotion in the decision making and number two is it creates a lot of susceptibility because they're buying on emotion which means they may sell on emotion as well and it's not always a good timing situation. We're supposed to live by the old adage, you know, buy low and sell high, but statistically we see the mistakes that most investors make is they
1: buy high and sell low because it's based on emotion risk allies is um, if you have questions about that call one eight hundred five one six fifty eight sixty one uh... that's a good example of a reason to call the phone number uh... risk allies one eight hundred five one six fifty eight uh... sixty one Brett, before we go to the break i'll give you last word in the segment um, sometimes people talk about the past uh, and we live in the past expecting what we've done uh, to outline what our future will be.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and definitely, Krause, the past does not predict the future. I mean, who would have thought back in, in 1996 how much Apple was going to change the world with their computers? And, of course, if you invested, you, were, you had the wherewithal to really think about investing in Apple way back when. You're obviously a millionaire today. But, again, just because Apple did well in the 90s doesn't necessarily mean it's going to do great today where we all have a tendency to really chase those winners out there, um, where all of a sudden they get a little bit of hiccup, we'll jump off that bandwagon. So, again, it's, 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 we always talk about diversification. And, again, I, I alluded to it just a moment ago, talking about time in the market versus timing the market. Again, when you go back and look at the S&P 500 over the last 20 years, there's a, there's, we're going to get back to that average again. But you see a rate of return of almost 10%. So, again, talking about the diversification and staying in the market there, you miss those top 40 days over 20 years, Krause, over 5,000 trading days over 20 years, you missed the top 40 days of the S&P 500 instead of having a rate of return of almost 10%, actually almost negative two, just by missing it. So we all think we can outsmart things going in and out, in and out. And again, the past doesn't dictate what the future is going to hold. But again, having the discipline of a great,
1: balanced, and uh, diversified plan um, just allows us to accomplish our goals. My friends, as I go to the break, I remind you, uh, Thrive Financial Services, uh, they live local, they work local, uh, they are locally involved within the community, uh, and they are there uh, to answer uh, your questions. One thing I've quickly learned from Sunday Night Live here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT uh, is that David, Karen, and Brett uh, can educate you you uh, based on the information uh, you provide thrivefinancialservices.com. if you have questions about risk allies one 800 and again as we started the segment um, all social security information uh, there is a resource that has been created Uh, With a lot of resources behind it, go to uh, MaxMyPlans.com. This is Sunday Night Live with Thrive Financial Services on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. When we come back, Karen Bazaar joins the conversation. Back in a moment. And back here live on Sunday Night Live here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Shout out. Uh, to the everyone in the Delaware Valley enjoying that Eagle victory today down at Lincoln Financial Field. Uh, relax, you get to enjoy it for the next two weeks until uh, the Eagles come off the bye week and play uh, Dallas. We welcome everyone into Sunday Night Live. David, I want to come to you quickly just, uh, just to reference uh, the topic of risk Riskalyze. I already got a text on my phone, Risk Riskalyze with a question mark. Uh, I want to encourage people to call um, if they can't absorb everything from the show tonight. I want them to call you and talk about it.
3: Yeah, they could certainly reach us at the phone number that you've provided. In addition to that, Joe, on our website, com, under investment services, there's actually a self-driven tool there under Riskalyze, where uh, you know folks of our audience can go on there and initiate themselves a portfolio analysis. It'll take them up to the point where they get that risk number, and then if they want to come in... And try to find out what or they can do. You know, we could work over the phone or Skype or you know any of these video conferencings. Um, they want to find out how their portfolio ranks from a risk weighting standpoint as compared to their tolerance level. Uh, we think that's an excellent exercise for people to go uh, get done. It's uh, it's a great talking point if they work with a financial advisor. You know, how are you going to bring my risk in alignment with the way my portfolio is designed because this is a time and we're hitting new highs in the you know in the market on a daily basis practically and this is not a time to uh, be very passive especially uh, like most members of our audience that are getting closer and closer to retirement if
1: not already in it go to the website thrivefinancialservices.com this is real stuff folks. Real Stuff and Thrive Financial Services just continues to provide uh, great, in, uh, great, uh, a great education and great information. In this segment, as we move uh, into our third segment of the show uh, this evening, we're going to talk about the things your financial advisor should want to know about you. Let's hope they want to know uh, about you. Very important uh, segment. Um, your financial advisor is someone that you want to stick with? Is it someone uh, that has your best interest? in mind I'm not quite sure how you answer that question but I think that's one uh, sh- you should be uh, asking um, also about the relationship and we bring Karen Bazaar into the conversation uh, Karen uh, a perfect topic for you uh, to weigh into the conversation uh, tonight about I almost in some ways feel as though that's the most important part of the process um, is uh, A financial advisor who knows about you who's who's willing to grow with you and in some ways live with you and and understand your needs
2: right Joe and um, when you're picking a financial advisor it is a major decision like you said they do need to know you and they need to understand how you feel about your investments but also how you feel about life in general um, it's hard for us to assess whether we're in good hands with someone we're considering. So when you're deciding whether to go with an advisor or not, it's important to assess the kinds of questions that they ask you. What you know, how are they getting to know you? So here's some questions that any good financial advisor should ask you the first time you meet with them. Uh, we use this is how we discuss. We discuss um, goals is one of the things we talk about with our clients. It seems like an obvious question. What are your goals? But um, when you're hiring an advisor uh, to help you meet your financial goals, they should know what those goals are in the first place. And not your goals for way in the future, but what are your goals five years down the road, ten years down the road, and in retirement. Um, But you should also listen for what they ask you for, what information they're asking you about. For instance, are you an optimist? Are you a pessimist? What are your biggest non-financial concerns? When we sit down with a couple, for, as, as an example, recently I met with a couple this week, um, a very lovely couple, um, and they're actually in their 80s. Um, and when we sat down with them, the first thing we asked them is, what is it that brought you into our office today? What made you decide to come visit with us? And then we also ask them, what, are your, what is your biggest financial concern at this point in your life? Um, and what they said to us is one of their biggest concerns was outliving their money. Now, they're in their 80s. They're enjoying life. They're still going strong. Um, they do have a financial advisor, but still they came to us. So I feel like they were interviewing us to see what we could offer them. Um, and they, in the conversation, had retirement planned. Something derailed their retirement. So the husband is still working, and he's in his later 80s. And, um a concern of his is statistically speaking he is going to pass away before his wife and he wants to make sure that she's taken care of for the, the remainder of her golden years. Um so we did listen to them, we sat down and we they gave us their information and we gave them a red light, a green light, yellow light. How how are they going to do? Are they going to outlive their money? And we were kind of concerned because a lot of their money that they had invested was all basically exposed to the market. They had about $400,000 left. They both had Social Security income. But again, in the conversation I just was talking about, the husband is still working. And her major concern is, what happens if he does pass away? Am I going to make it? And we are concerned. And we did give them advice. And we suggested maybe take some of that money that you have that's at risk in the market, maybe get an annuity. And we showed them one that's perfect for them, something that works along with their needs. And we... Had the conversation with them, and that was it. We left it there, and they have the opportunity now to say, "This is this is something that we want to do," but we're not pushy, and we listen to what they had to say and what their questions were, and we part ways. We shake hands, and say, "Now the ball's in your court, and you can let us know if you want to."
1: But go I any think further. the dynamic there, Karen, is, and it goes back to the original uh, lead into the segment what your financial advisor should want to know about you in the part of the conversation after the hellos uh, and, and when you get down and you start to you're making decisions or you're giving you're giving input and helping people process information as well and i think that's equally important sometimes i think that sometimes i think that gets lost that's why uh, uh, that's why I like to lead in Uh, I think personal and I think relationship leads to good decisions agree
2: correct and we are very focused on educating people on the information that we're giving them we're not just telling them this is what you need to do and if you don't do it our way then then we're not gonna work with you and you know there's a door you can leave. We're not like that. It's a give and take and wherever they're comfortable. And that's how it works with us.
1: Karen Bazaar in the studio along with uh, David Bazaar. One thing that David and uh, Karen referenced uh, the last time uh, both were in the studio was you growing up with a lot of your clients. Um, which I think is a significant statement uh, and a very bold uh, statement to make. Brett, let me get you to weigh in on the same conversation. Questions about uh, financial planning, they all stem out of the same uh, thought process that Karen uh, started with uh, in the conversation. Once you get into the conversation, the questions, the details are in the questions, I think.
4: Yeah, no, absolutely, Krause. I would, I would tell you probably about 70 to 75% of the people that come in and sit down with us have in a relationship um, either currently or previously with a, with a different financial advisor. And You know, a mentor of mine taught me um, when, when we sit down and start talking with people is we always find out um, what they have now and, and then we, we could dig into it and say, what do you enjoy with your current relationship? And then what would you alter? Um, again there's a reason why they're in front of us today because there's something that they weren't getting addressed or answered from their advisor where a lot of times whether they're hearing us here on the radio or they're coming to one of our workshops they're like I've never had this conversation before so again we always want like to find out their their previous relationships so we can make sure we can build upon it I mean, another question we ask people too: if we're, we're sitting here three years from today what needs to happen both personally and professionally to make you feel happy with these three years that just passed by so it's it's we, we call that first appointment i miss a little bit of dental pain again and a lot of times the dental pain that we're taking people down is something they didn't go through previously with their other advisors it's always let's talk about stocks bonds mutual funds annuities all that fun stuff stocks bonds it's it's more than that we t- we've talked about over the past weeks putting the puzzle pieces together taking people through that dental pain because we always say we want your plan to be your plan we don't want our plan to be your plan. We want it's a collaboration. It's an effort that we put all those those different things together. And, and David talked about it just a little bit ago. Yeah. Another question that we like to ask um, our clients is: Do you like hot dogs, or do you like to know how they're made? So again, we probably find about twenty percent of the people we sit down with really want to get into the weeds. They really want to know all the absolute details and there's other people that just say they, they look at you and nod your head and they give you the two thumbs up um it's the same it's the same thing um as well when you start talking about the future we always are always talking about the now what how are things going to help me now we always talk about making those rational decisions not those emotional decisions so we always need to make sure that your advisors ask you know what's coming up in life is it is it i'm going to go buy uh, i want to buy a house down the shore do i have my, my children's weddings that are going to come up? Is it college planning? What are those major items that are out there? Um, it's, a, it's a big deal to, to talk about those major expenses. We don't want to give people the two thumbs up and all of a sudden out of the blue, it's like, Oh, my daughter's getting married. I need a hundred thousand dollars. And it's like, well, we didn't have that in the plan. And so again, we, t- it's, it's important to go through the dental pain where if you're not getting all those, those big important questions being asked to you, uh, we just don't understand how you can put a put a plan together for somebody.
1: Karen, I give you last word in the segment. It's almost um and I want to fall back on your example of an uh, you know of an 80-year-old couple. Everyone listening to the show tonight here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT um is very different. Correct. Individual they're they're individual. They have different scenarios, different Uh, they process information differently they have and and so the importance of that start of the conversation and the right questions I think is top of the list
2: right and also asking the questions and listening to the answers is very important not again kind of what Brett said it's not our plan it's a plan that fits you
1: Karen Bazaar weighing in tonight on a very, very good topic. If you want more information, if you want to ask Karen what questions you should ask, call her at 800-516-5861, 800-516-5861. Remember, the website is thrivefinancialservices.com. This is Sunday Night Live with Thrive. Flourish, prosper and success as we go to the break when we come back for our final segment here tonight on sunday night live uh, we're going to talk and share uh, some stories and some lessons uh, from some individuals of thrive financial services that will help us get better and see the end result back in a moment and back here live on sunday night live with thrive financial services flourish prosper and success. We thank all of our listeners for tuning in uh, and listening again on a Sunday night. Remember, if you're interested um, and you have questions, perhaps about Risk of Lives, which David talked about tonight, 1-800-516-5861, 1-800-516-5861. And of course, the website, which you can go to at your leisure uh, is thrivefinancialservices.com. Do yourself a favor Uh, and have a conversation with David, Karen, uh, or Brett. David, uh, I am uh, sometimes stopped in my tracks about um, this unconditional commitment that uh, exists at Thrive, the willingness to educate and the willingness to share uh, so much information that will ultimately change the lives of so many people.
3: Yeah, we we love what we do yeah
1: I mean we we really do it's it's just great stuff
3: yeah i mean, I wake up in the morning and you know I say to myself constantly I get to do this not I have to do it I get to do this because like you just said Joe we do have impact and you know the impact is it's kind of interesting there are times that the impact that we have with someone who comes to us for information and that conversation is nothing other than giving them affirmation that their current plan is completely on track. You know, and a lot of times people suspect that you know, they're gonna come into the office and they're gonna get hard sold and you know all of that. And the, and the reality is, as fiduciaries, we're not gonna change something that's working. So, you know, Karen referenced, we give people green lights, yellow lights, or red lights. A green light being the affirmation that you're definitely on track. Everything that we've done, we, we've analyzed it, it looks good. Uh, sometimes that impact is a minor correction you know just something small we call them carburetor adjustments you know makes the engine run a little bit better something to think about and then unfortunately there are times that we have to disclose to somebody that they're off the rails they just uh, their current plan or the lack thereof is not going to have them reach their objectives of retirement you know not enough income to retire certainly not going to last long um may end up having to work longer than anticipated so uh, we love having impact with people we think that's a, a you know we get to do that on a daily basis and uh, it makes it fun it makes it rewarding and we really enjoy it
1: do you have a thought or an example of perhaps a client that came to you in one of those scenarios that you just referenced and I don't know whether you ultimately gave that client a green light, a yellow light, or a red light, but do you have a th- have an example of that?
3: Yeah, I mean there's you know, literally we have lots of examples, tons yeah. and there tons, tons of, examples of examples. Because the way again, we offer ourselves, right? So through our workshops, through our consultations, it's about education. So, you know, Karen mentioned that um, you know we ask questions and certainly the people that we ultimately want to serve ask us questions and you know that conversation leads down some path again I kind of described what those are uh, but recently you know last week we, we had a nice couple come out to one of our workshops and uh, you know when I asked them why they wanted to get a complimentary consultation when they came in for their first appointment with us they basically said that the convert you know things that you talked about we had asked our existing financial advisor and he just pointed us in the direction of finding people who could answer those questions uh... because it really just was not in his wheelhouse to discuss you know medicare or tax planning or social security optimization or even risk management in some capacity so we had our first appointment we asked the questions and they asked their questions and Uh, They decided to come back in for a second appointment. And at our second appointment, you know, it was a situation where we had to disclose that their retirement was at risk. And this happened to be a couple that were in their late 50s. So, not yet retired, but kind of circling that age where it's going to be, you know, a forethought. I mean, you know, a, a thought in their mind. And one of the the reasons for it is that they had more than half of their overall retirement assets sitting in one individual stock. And a little bit of emotion, right, because it was was money that was given to the couple by one of the parents. And, you know, what we went through, and, you know, just obvious, if you've got that much concentration in one holding, if there was a bad report or a missed earnings or whatever that caused that stock to not perform – uh, that puts things in jeopardy. But that's all we did, Joe. All we did was disclose that. We talked about it. Um, you know, a couple days later, get a phone call and and a request to come back into the office and, and further the conversation to see about what can we do to shore up
1: that that doesn't become a mistake like we talked about earlier in the episode. one 800 516 one 800 516 Get to know Thrive Financial Services. Brett, just a, I I can only give you 30 seconds to weigh in here because we're getting up against the uh, end of the show. Um, but the example that David just used is, is so true uh, across the entire office. It's how you begin your day every day. Yeah.
4: No, you said it right there, Krause. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, David just went through one example. I mean, we could, we could probably have a three hour show and go through the examples that we just, uh, went through for the for the whole week, but it, it's it, it's what we do is put the puzzle pieces together, give people that, 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 that validation, or again, David talked about the carburetor adjustment. So again, we always say it as we wrap up our workshops, again, you can't get a second opinion from the one who gave you the first. So we went through a lot here this evening. And again, if there's more that you'd like to know, I know you're gonna probably say the telephone number on our websites a couple more times, but we just love that opportunity. Um, to give you that second opinion
1: all right good stuff and Karen nice job by you tonight it was nice to have you in the studio appreciate you being here when we can get you in here thank you very much Karen Bazaar, David Bazaar, and Brett Elam uh, weighing in tonight this is Sunday Night Live 1-800-516-5861 or at your leisure go to thrivefinancialservices.com for David for Karen for Brett I'm Joe Krause we'll see you next time This program is a
0: paid commercial announcement. All opinions and statements expressed are solely those of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management, LLC, and their guests, and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or CBS Radio. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management, LLC, make no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. This program shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or advisory services to residents of any other state other than Pennsylvania or were otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Pennsylvania. Insurance products and services are offered through Thrive Financial Services. Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management, LLC are affiliated companies.